Okay, round up fresh. Here we go. We're live? We're live. We're live. Yes. Hey everyone and welcome to a midweek Nerdy Up North podcast. It's a nerdy podcast hosted by Northern Nerds. I am one of your hosts, Sam. And I'm another host, Paul, who's a little bit tired today. But thought we'd, thought we'd roll this one out just just for the lols. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just for the shits and giggles. <laughs> Just simply because we thought this one would be quite amusing as well. Um, I know we might be having another uh, guest popping in a little bit later. It depends what time he finishes work. But we might see a little Grant talking about his pervy stories uh, a little bit later. But this is a very spe- special episode. Um, it's well, We could not do it and have a bit of crack. Uh, it's the 69th episode. Get, get, get the ooahs out now, ladies. We uh, are getting down and dirty with 69. <laughs> yes, so we're getting going all lewd, and uh, we've even got a glory hole, if you can see on the <laughs> YouTube thing. Uh, so all, the all the different perverts looking through the glory hole. Some of them are very special, so I hope you, hope you spot a few little uh, perverts there. Some that you might <laughs> recognise, some uh, that's been on the podcast, some that are going to come in the podcast in the future. But yes, uh, we are going to talk about uh, I can see. I had a really weird how to name this one because it's rowdy, raunchy. Uh, oh, let's call it the rowdy, rowdy, raunchy sixty-nine episode. <laughs> <laughs> the, na- the naughty episode where the films what you what everyone used to watch, but you always kind of always worried that you were kind of getting trouble watching when you yeah, were or the films you didn't want to watch with your parents. Exactly. So we will have that topic as well. When we talk about that. <laughs> so uh, like worst films that you've watched with your parents. We will go into all that discussion. So yes, um, it's not going to be a top five. It is just no. going to be a general. So we'll be flying from here, there, and everywhere. Yeah, and... but let me get the disclaimer out of the way with them. We'll kick it off with. Mm-hmm. the show sorry I'm just looking at the um the chat it's so <laughs> funny hi everyone <laughs> uh, so everything discussed in tonight's episode is our opinions and our opinions alone if you want to discuss anything from tonight's episode please come and join us on our ever-grown Facebook group and we can have an open discussion what we won't have is anyone coming for us and telling us our opinions are wrong we can agree to disagree in fandom so keep it fun keep it kind and keep the toxic behavior out of nerdism very well done there. You get better at that. It's almost like you're a professional these days. It's almost like I've got it written in front of us and I just read from a piece of paper every time. Definitely. <laughs> yes. Um, this one was a quite an interesting one because I think as the, the age we are, because I, I know it's an age we are, we are quite old now. We're at that age where like these type of comedies are a little bit more uncomfortable than they used to be. They're a bit cringe. <laughs> let's be honest. They're a bit yeah. cringe. Um, but they still have... They still... Not as much as a nostalgia factor as what The Goonies does, but yeah. it still has a nostalgia feel. Yes, everyone can remember the first, uh, like, say, I wouldn't say a rude film, but like, kind of like, Ooh, oh, no, <laughs> kind of like, because, um, like, say, if you can remember when you, like, as I said a few seconds ago, it's one of them films where you watch, where you think, should I really be watching this as an age appropriate or, but, Again, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's one of them things and it depends because my parents are quite, well, they don't even like me swearing, so they won't watch the podcast now because of my language. So that shows you the type of household we lived in and and, and so forth. Well, mine's the complete opposite. Um, my, <laughs> um, my parents have no issue with swearing. I do it on the regular. Um, but when we were growing up, even if I like something slipped out, it didn't matter. Um they were very, I don't know how to describe it, because they're quite young. Like, they are still quite young. Um, and they were young 
there were young parents and my dad has one of the weirdest taste in films this is right up his alley this right, okay. kind, these kind of films are my dad's films. So your dad's because, into smut, so good. And he's into smut. <laughs> easy, to, easy to understand films, like yeah. just gen, gentle watching because my poor dad, like he, did, he doesn't understand The Matrix. He right. didn't quite get back to the future. He watched the whole, he loves it, but he's just, he, some of it he, he doesn't get. Um, mm. He watched the whole series of Game of Thrones and if you ask him what happened in it, he could not tell you. There was boobs in it, though. Exactly. But, yeah, he's, but, but American Pie mm-hmm. is my dad's favourite film. It's one oh. of my dad's favourite films. And just before we talk about American Pie, but what a soundtrack. Mm. Like, see, if you listen to the soundtrack, if you talk about nostalgia and taking you back to a place, you can listen mm-hmm. to the American Pie soundtrack from start to finish, and it takes you back to, like, say... Like Pizzazz, Bar 36, uh, not Bar 36, what was it? Uh, Mr. Blue. Mr. Blue. Uh, <laughs> oh, Liberties. Like Liberties. Uh, oh, my gosh. Uh, Pil- Pilgrim, all the old type of bars that we used to frequent, like at college. Um, <sighs> I know Rock Nights and, like I say, where we thought we were the coolest people ever. But What do you mean, thought? We were? We were the coolest we were, people we were, ever. We were such man. losers. Look at us now. <laughs> <laughs> I need Emma here for this type of conversation because she would be so offended. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, though, if, if Emma was doing this type of conversation, she would have to have a top off most of the time because that's how she spent her college years with a top off. <laughs> oh, <shit>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless her. Um, shall we kick it off with American Pie? Is like American Pie like the first kind? Actually, for me, it's not. But oh, I'll, I'll go back even further. Like say, mm. the first one which I watched, which I, I thought like. Because there was there's 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 a type of comedy ones that you don't realise, mm-hmm. like say that you're watching you don't get like the humour because there's like yeah there's there's, there's lewd and there's this the silliness, but the first one I probably watched was uh, funny enough was an eighties film. Never. But it was starring Tom Hanks, Bachelor Party. Oh right! Yeah, and like when you're watching Tom Hanks films, like you watch Big, you watched um, like say The Burbs, and you thought, oh, Tom Hardy, Tom Hardy, Tom Tom Hanks is a, a safe bet to watch like as a as wholesome, a comedy wholesome, wholesome guy. Thing. But then you watch Bachelor Party, where it's basically in essence where both like male and female like like he's getting married, and his friends take him to like like strippers and stuff like that, and he, and his wife's friends take him to like the um, all the worst things in the world and there's like cock jokes there's a, a, a big cock jokes where someone's trying to yank on a, a hot dog where is someone's dicks in a hot dog stuff and it's just all the it, 80s <laughs> yes <laughs> and basically tom hanks took it to the the extreme to the point where i think i sat down with my mum and dad to watch this and they went okay it's time for bed paul uh, <laughs> it, it's it's not the quintessential tom hanks film that you would remember yeah, it's been a. I have I have seen it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pause for shock, but yeah, <laughs> it has been a long time since I've seen it. A long, yes. long time. Um, I was. I don't think I was like a Tom Hanks fan until maybe Forrest Gump, mm. and then right. I started to fully appreciate of Philadelphia. Right, probably Philadelphia was the moment where I went, "Holy shit, this guy's got it all." Um, never, I never thought we would mention a film like Philadelphia on a, on, a, on the 69th podcast. <laughs> it's, it's, probably it's, probably it's, bad it's, taste, to be fair. Are <laughs> bringing the, the level this length and Sam's just taking it up oh, to the creativity yeah. zone? <laughs> yeah. Um, my, mine, I don't know. This isn't, it's not raunchy 
it's not mm-hmm. naughty, but I definitely shouldn't have been watching it at the age I was, was mm-hmm. Serial Mom. Right, or John Waters. Yes, John Waters, John Waters yes. uh-huh. Yeah. And I found John Waters really early on in mm-hmm. life. Um, and Serial Mom and Hairs, I don't like saying mom. When I'm not American. <laughs> I'm from England, like, and I'm from the North as well. We don't even say mom, we That's say mom. Yes. Um, so yeah, serial. I want to say serial mum because it makes me skin crawl when I'm saying mum. Um, mm. But yeah, I, I found John Waters at a really young age. Hairspray was probably the first, but then someone introduced us to this, and it's mm. it is pretty. It's tame. It, like for the mm. John Waters film, it's tame. I mean, it's not dirty shame or anything. Yeah, there's, need, there's no eating shit and stuff like that. So. Oh yeah, pink flamingos. <laughs> and I didn't do that until later on. Like I, I was, I was lucky. I only found these two first. Um, yeah. but yeah, I remember it being on Channel Four mm-hmm. and having me TV in my bedroom and my mum like it's like as I was watching it, just came in and just banned that like, you're watching that. And I think <laughs> it was the Pussy Willow scene. Right. <laughs> but I didn't understand. Yeah. Watch she made it worse but by to be turning fair, it off. Yeah, but to be fair though, there's that them type of films like turn off. When you think about what we grew up with, like when we were very young, like I don't know in your house, but my mum and dad maybe watched the carry on films constantly. Mm-hmm. And if you're talking about lewd and like crass and like inappropriate humour, the carry on films are up there like with like the type of jokes. I know it's not like technically political correct or even uh, how they would treat women, but there were so many, so many ways Bob Windsor's bra can fly off in different <laughs> different scenes. And these used to be on ITV and Channel 4 yeah. during the fucking day. Yes. <laughs> like, look at Benny Hill. Is it Benny Hill? Yeah, look Benny at, Hill. Look at Benny Hill. That was like pre-watershed comedy of half-naked women mm-hmm. running around after this grotesquely awful man. He was horrible. <laughs> but... um. No, my pa- well, no, we didn't watch Carry On in our house. My mum's uh, um, my mum's in, was in science fiction and mm. um, basically, let's be honest. My parents never got a say when it come to what they were watching in the house. If it wasn't Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters. It, now it was gone on. <laughs> but um, like I say, with the Carry On films as well, because when you it's funny you mentioned Benny Hill because in my head when I'm watching Benny Hill now, I just get visions of Donna oh. chasing things around in circles because to be fair she would be in a carry on or, or a, like a, a Benny Hill film within a shot you can see visions of that sorry Donna uh, and this you is could one though, of Donna you do yourself no favours especially when you're <laughs> running away from places trying to hide <laughs> but to be fair though what I would suggest as well with this episode if anyone's in the chat please give us information like give us what your thoughts as well yes participation is welcome or all in the one for this one because I think it is quite like a uh I want to get other people's takes from, uh, so it's interesting. But yeah, um, that's like I say, early memories of like watching the carry on films, not getting the jokes, but when like seeing me and mum and dad sniggering, then me laughing. But if you think about it, like like early British humour, like Sid James is the biggest sex pest going around the world, and that dirty laugh as well. Um, but it, like I say, that's that was our childhood. That that's what that's what people thought was okay for kids to watch. Yeah, that, that was that was. Why look at um, ha, um, are you being served? Yes. The amount of innuendo jokes that were in there, and that was on a. My sister loves that program. That what she did. That was on a Saturday tea time. Hello, hello. Uh, yes. Good, good, good morning. <laughs> uh, I, I, I am pissing on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> But, but yeah. they, yes, English comedy back in the day 
was mm. absolutely fil- do you know what though we we could we never found the right balance did we because we either no. had ridiculously raunchy or mm. ridiculously racist you ju- there was uh, there was towers. two in there yeah. How, many, how many times don't mention the war? But I love Faldi Towers. I love Faldi Towers so much. <laughs> I do. I do. There's something about I love British comedy and I love I love British made films. Mm. I will live, it doesn't matter the topic or anything. I will watch a British made film because of how good we can do it. Yeah. And we don't get the credit that we deserve. But our comedy has taken such a long time to like evolve. I, I think Monty Python. Mm-hmm. Um, was a good starting point, but then I don't, I don't find them funny. <laughs> it depends, like, see, I, I love the Monty Python films, but the TV show was hit or miss for me. Like, yeah. say, some of the some of the jokes went over my head. My, I might not be clever enough to to get it, but mm-hmm. um, like, say, Life of Brian was the ultimate for me. I absolutely love it. Uh, but <laughs> Emma's now in the chat, so sorry, Emma, if I'd mentioned you taking your tits out uh, previously. She clearly wasn't in when you said it, because she's just joining in. But yes, Emma, Sid James does haunt the Sunderland Empire, because he died mm. on stage or backstage. Mm. Yes, so apparently it is part of the next year, the heritage of Sunderland that we are haunted by the ghost that is Sid James there. So, I'm, so I'm, we got we got the sex fest. We got we, <laughs> Quite right for a northern city like like Sunderland to have sex pest agents. To be fair, you've got yeah. uh, <laughs> trying to trying to not get myself any in any more trouble, shall we say now? Yeah, but uh, the chat's just going crazy. It's uh, mm-hmm. I, everyone. Everyone must have needed this tonight because, like, mm-hmm. talking to the the, the mods uh, like the mods earlier, everyone's just so tired. So I think we all just need a good giggle. Yes. <laughs> But let, let's go back, like, to the big ones, the ones that you can remember the mm. most. As you said, uh, from our teenage years, I remember going to see American Pie at the pitches. Um, Probably dodgy copy, really, I think. <laughs> for a change there. Yeah. But, yeah, I absolutely adored, um, like I said, this movie, um, just because of the performances as well. Like, I think everyone got the, like, it's time to shine. There was all, like, say, little things to stand out. It wasn't just about... Um, I know I'm going to use this reference and it'll probably come back to us. Um, it, it felt a little bit like the Goonies, but for, for virgins. <laughs> you can, on the it's amaz- it amazes me how you can get the Goonies into other references. It absolutely amazes us. Um, it is the ultimate film. It is. And again, it was right up my alley. We are, I've mentioned this a hundred times on this podcast that I wanted that American lifestyle. Like mm-hmm. I loved, yeah. not now, but I loved it back then. And that was ideal. It was high school. Mm-hmm. It was kids talking about shit that kid, like we, ugh, well, we were but too afraid to talk about, or it was just, I absolutely, it's so funny. Mm-hmm. And the, um, it I, I can't watch American Pie without watching scary movies straight afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. And I think it's Shannon Elizabeth. I think I absolutely adore that woman. Um, that I just I'm like I have to watch scary movie. True. Well, we'll we'll leave scary movie for another podcast. Oh, that's just I, yeah. That was just I, a Shannon Elizabeth thing. <laughs> just trying to think though, because because I, I think we said we we're going to do like top five spoofs movies soon as well. So that would be uh, an international conversation. <laughs> yeah. Seeing. Oh my god. Emma has just thrown one out there that I oh, probably no. would have forgotten. Well, don't worry, we'll come to it. I've got a few up my sleeve that we'll mention as well. I know Emma's, on, Emma's getting too excited, bless her. Just, just chill your tits there, Emma, so calm down. <laughs> she has asked about her tits. She clearly didn't hear you. 
that's all right. <laughs> to be fair, though, if you went to Pizzazz or if you went to The Rock Knight, you saw it on his tits. Sorry, it's fact. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, um, <laughs> I'm going to get myself in so much shit. This gonna, <laughs> and kill you. <laughs> a good life. I, I lived a good life, though. Yeah. <laughs> It was good. I got me. I got me ghost house. <laughs> yes, I got the Ghostbusters. But, uh, <laughs> but like I say, even Ghostbusters was a bit raunchy. Like saying certain jokes and stuff, like with the whole yeah. uh, Ray getting a blowjob, uh, like off a ghost joke that w- wasn't in every cut. Shall we say? I think it was kind no. of the TV version. But oh, the- most definitely. I think you see him falling out of bed. Mm-hmm. But I don't think you see the beforehand. Oh, there's so many adult jokes in Ghostbusters that I had no idea about until I was older and watched it again. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, oh, and my mum and dad let me watch this. <laughs> <laughs> but going back to American Pie, it's mm-hmm. for even, God, it's it's got to be over 20 odd year old now. Yeah. And it's still quotable. Mm-hmm. Still to this day quotable. It has some of the most memorable scenes Mm-hmm. That we will never forget yeah. in it. It and all it is is just a daft teen comedy. Yeah, but like, see, it's got so many referenced in so many other films as well. Like mm-hmm. Kevin Smith takes about piss out and Jane's final ball comes back when Jason Biggs is walking through. He's going, "Hey, I'm the pie fucker." I'm the pie fucker. It's <laughs> <laughs> so the fact that Jason Briggs has to introduce himself as "I'm the guy who fucked the pie." Oh, yeah. <laughs> I um, never saw the, the the uncut version of American Pie until many, many years later. The one where he gets on top of the pie and you see him thrusting mm-hmm. away. That that was an interesting... Well, it was a choice. But, it was yeah, a choice. <laughs> it was a choice. Um, like I say, there were certain bits where they took it far or too far. But again, there was also some little bits like Jim's dad was the standout for me. Uh, Eugene I, Levy. Oh, my, oh my God. God. Like every scene he was in, like, I, I could not stop one stop staring at his eyebrows and <laughs> magnificent aren't they yes and just how uncomfortable and like say you you can you feel yourself wanting to peel yourself off the ceiling when you're in there and you, mm-hmm. you know how he's feeling and that but um we've all been like saying that experience like jim's whole like at the start where he's basically trying to find the porn channel and it scrambles and you can just make out a boob we all did that boys don't lie if anyone says that they didn't we all did it and we all looked at the argos catalog in the bra section Anything can... <laughs> yes we all that creepy when we're teenagers don't worry oh my god i need to have a word with my husband after this um, um, if, if, if he says he didn't he's a fucking liar <laughs> anthony would admit anything he's not he's yeah. got any shame <laughs> But uh, like I say, it's, as you said, Stifler's mom. Uh, <gasps> oh my God, what's her name? Oh, oh. Stifler's mom. That's a Stifler's mom. Anyone in the chat, give us a name because I, even though she's Stifler's mom, I just I love that her voice is so iconic. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love her. I love all the Easter eggs in it as well, though. That's the thing because when the like say the bit with uh, Jim and Nadia are on the like this, the 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 cam and they go through all the people watching it, it's got Blink One Eight Two watching it. Oh my god! <laughs> like say it's got the cast, like say the band in and stuff, and like, when they get uh, getting all excited. But what was the the guy that was really creepy? The Shermanator, the ginger guy. Everyone knew a Shermanator as well. Everyone had <sighs> a friend like that that was close to them at college or or at school. Um, yeah, I can name a few. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not gonna, but I can name a few. And I'm I know Emma Finewell would just 
we'd have the same people on our list. Um, it's the music that. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> well, like I said, that's that's the thing with uh, uh, these type of films. They do milk the fuck out of them. Like, how many American Pies is there now? There's American Pie Two, American Pie The Wedding. Uh, the Wedding is really good. Yes, yeah, so, um, so two. funny. Two was. Two was, yeah. two was just a number one not off but uh, yeah but the third one was really good yeah but didn't they do like side ones like stifler's brother stifler's third cousin stifler's uh <laughs> left auntie from the back two and stuff like that oh it, it got ridiculous to like say the amount of ones that they made to the point where there's not even like say just because they're using the american spy uh, yeah name. it's just again it's just it's like the horror genre, isn't it? You get a good idea and then you milk the shit out of it. <laughs> it's so, no different with the American Pies. Well, it did, with, like I say, with good horror movies as well, it did spawn off a few good, like say, takes and uh, movies along the ilk. We got uh, mm. Van Wilder, for example, because of the American Files. Oh, my <clears> God, <throat> that film is so funny. Which basically give, I know before that, like Ryan Reynolds was in... Uh, Two guys and a uh, two girl guys and a girl in a pizza shop or something like that. Yeah, uh, but then who didn't watch that? Um, Nathan Fillion was in it for a bit. So yes, because yeah, so. <laughs> he was always we didn't know his name for years. He was always Johnny because mm-hmm. that's what his character's name was. And then he came in Buffy, and and then he just blew up. And but yeah, Van. I was going to say Van Wilder. Van Wilder that we got. Van Wilder. Yep. Um, has one of the most awkward, horrible scenes in that I have to literally skip because I cannot physically watch it. Is it when they milk on the dog? Yes. <laughs> How big were the dog's balls, bless it? <laughs> yes. Like, if that is real, that is that is animal cruelty. Get them, get that dog done. But, oh, my God, it's what they use it for. It's not the milking part. It's yeah. what they use it for. And I'm like... Oh my. When they're oh. licking the fingers over the eclairs, then they show them. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, everyone watching, like I say, we do try to get episodes to make Sam cry. This episode, we can try and get Sam to bark. Oh. <laughs> it just it makes us it just makes us go funny. It's yeah. awful, it, but it has some of the best. It's just stupid comedy. That's just it. I love it, and it's one of my favorite forms of comedy is stupid comedy. Yeah, and it shows showcases Ryan Reynolds as perfect, like say, top level, like say, comedy acting. Mm-hmm. And this is where you knew after watching this film how far this was going to. This he, be. there was something special about him. Definitely, um, and also when like say leading in, I know they've done a few Van Wilders as well. Mm. Rise of Taj and stuff like that, where which uh, stiff. Then we got um, like from that. I think there was a movie called Waiting. I don't know if you ever watched Ryan Reynolds, mm-hmm. where um, he basically he's just like a, works in a restaurant, and it shows you the day in the life of everyone that works in a restaurant, and they're just fucking horrible to each other, like putting pubes in and people's steaks. So it never like it actually says never be awful to the staff and everything like that behind there. Yeah, and- I have. I've not seen it, but I've seen a clip on TikTok mm-hmm. of a scene where the the mess the a woman's been awful to them, and it's Ryan Reynolds who completely messes our food up. Mm-hmm. I've seen a clip of it. Oh. I didn't realize it was an actual like film. <laughs> oh no, it's, it's called Waiting. If, if you've not seen it, it's one of like Ryan Reynolds' best ones. It's absolutely ridiculous how far they go. Um, it's got the guy that like Kevin Smith's obsessed with. Now he was the guy in Tusks. Um, 
Justin something. Oh, uh, Justin Long. Justin Long in it, yes. Bobby, it oh my God, what's his character called? And um, Zach and Mary, Bobby, oh. Bobby Long, Shaft or something. <laughs> e, I love it. I love him. Yes, he loves just Justin Long mm-hmm. is a fabulous character actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he really can do it all. But I think Ryan Reynolds is a... a, a I would love to see him do a Jim Carrey and just yeah. do something serious. Just try it, um, see what it's like. Buried. Okay. No, no, that's a that's it's a movie. Called, it is. <laughs> um, it's a movie called Buried. It's basically just Brian Reynolds in the whole film by himself. He's in mm-hmm. Iraq War, and he's just oh, a, he's basically all he is is a guy that does. Like, I know I'm going totally off subject here. Um, he does like trucking and stuff in Iraq, but mm-hmm. you don't see him do anything. All you see him is. In, in a casket buried underground and oh right yes I've heard of this one and it's basically like he gets a he's got a phone and like the kidnappers ringing him saying they've got trying to ransom and stuff like that and it's him trying to like escape mm. and not the spoilers I think but it is Does he? I can't I tell you because it, it it's it have you ever watched uh phone birth with Corin Farrell yes I, I really like that film <laughs> It's yes. up. It's up there with intensities of how right. good that one is. But oh, it's, I'll have to give that a watch. But literally, it is just Ryan Reynolds by himself in a box, and it's ridiculous as it sounds. It's fucking brutal. Just adding it to me. Ever <laughs> yes. grown list of stuff that I need to watch and read. Um, what was I going to say? Was it Ryan Reynolds? Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. Now I know he's not everyone's favorite person. Mm-hmm. I, I actually really like him. But um, Ace Ventura. Mm-hmm. Now, I know it's not a raunchy comedy, mm-hmm. but it has got some naughty bits in it. Yes. Um, that probably takes me on to the next like thing I was going to ask you about. Mm-hmm. Have you ever watched a film with your parents and mm-hmm. one of these type of films and felt so uncomfortable that you've had to turn it off? Nah. <laughs> really? Nah. Oh. I, nah. <laughs> I know. I've got no shame. Um, yeah. I, I've got. Uh, I don't particularly care. I don't, <laughs> no, <I'm> you. <laughs> so I've got one, and it is the star Jim Carrey. And I watched it, and like I say, it was one of them where I had to turn it off because it just got too bad. Mm. Um, me, myself, and Irene. Because <laughs> when, when, like, say in the bathroom scene when he's waving around, a get massive dildo, and I was sitting there watching it on a Saturday night, thinking Jim Carrey's a safe bet watching it with my mom. I was like. Yeah, this is not good. No, no, dude, I'm, I'm out. It, it actually just oh, wow. went. It was out there. Couldn't do it. It was wow. No, yeah. I've not had that. Ex- I remember what when we first watched Bridesmaids, and the opening scene is a sex scene, mm. and I was just sitting there nonchalantly, and I'm like, "You're watching this with your mum and dad." Like, I couldn't give a shit. I really couldn't. It, I don't know why it doesn't bother us. It must be part. It must be a uh, part of me artistic traits. I don't care. <laughs> but, yeah. but no, that that was the one that like, say, I say I've watched previously, but I still it still get goes back to that really awkward moment and remember if what same mum's face and going, oh, this isn't good. This oh. isn't good. <laughs> <laughs> no, not with giant dildos. It won't be. <laughs> no, definitely not. But. I can see. I remember, like, say, when Channel Four and BBC used to do like film nights, and like when the good old days when films used to be like on on a weekend, mm-hmm. but they used to be like the late ones, and when you used to stop up, um, and they used to show certain films that that were like what they branded like 
not not made for kids and and, and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was when I was first introduced to the the eighties type comedy where we got Porky's and mm. um, Revenge of the Nerds. So I don't know if yes. you, you remember seeing this. Revenge um, of the Nerds was one of those one of those films that my friend did get in a hold because I have a friend mm-hmm. who literally got a hold of everything. Mm-hmm. And Revenge of the like she got me into Elvira. The reason I love horror so much is because of her, because the mass collection of what she had was horror and Revenge of the Nerds. And we used to use when we first started the nerds part from Revenge of the Nerds as our soundbite. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Nerds, 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 nerds. But yeah, I remember watching Revenge of the Nerds and just being absolutely like amazed of how shit it was, but how good at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, like I say, the cast and like Anthony Edwards Goose uh, <laughs> from Top Gun uh, played one of them as well. But just like I say, for straight out stupid comedy and like I say. They used to find every little thing to get a pair of tits or yeah. a, a lass in a skimpy pair of underwear. Um, it's one of the reasons why I love the 80s so much. So, yeah. <laughs> there's a, there's a guy in there who reminds us so much of him from the Fantastic Beasts franchise. Right. Um, I can't uh, think of his name, but he's it, he, Dan Fogler. Dan Fogler? I think so, yes. He's it, in Walking Dead. He's in... Um, Supernatural. He, He's in no, mm-hmm. no, no. He's not the guy. I'm who are, I think he reminds us of is in Supernatural. Right, okay. <laughs> See, he's in think. Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah. Um, I can't think of his name though, and he, oh, he <laughs> really does remind us. The guy from Supernatural and Revenge of the Nerds reminds us so much of Dan Fogler. It's scary, especially when you're watching. Oh shit! Sorry. Yes. No, you're all right. I thought that's my fault. No, no, that was the guy who I was trying to compare him to. Was him? Yeah, they right. look, they look similar. They've mm-hmm. got the same, the same kind of voice as well. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when he plays Hutch in Fanboys. Yeah, like mm-hmm. he, he is very fucking brilliant. But he is very much that character mm-hmm. and that person from. I can't think of his name. He mm-hmm. was in all sorts, man. He was in um, Moonlighting and every, Moonlighting with the. Uh, mm-hmm. What'd you call him? Brucey Willis? Yes. Uh, Shibbles, what you call Bruce Willis and Sh- Sh- Sybil Shepherd? Sybil Shepherd. Sybil Shepherd. Um, Curtis Armstrong. Right. That's him. He very much looks like him. It's quite they scary. But well, they did, uh, like I say, a, a reality TV show in America a few years ago. I know, and like every single. Like show was become getting made into a reality TV show, yeah. On, where they made King of the Nerds and the, the that's literally main... yeah King of the Nerds. <laughs> <laughs> the main cast from uh, like say Revenge of the Nerds kind of did it. They had a to be fair, we should do this on the group where they, they had t- weekly tasks to see who was, <gasps> the, who was the, the the main king and and queen of the nerds type thing that like giant chess or uh, like vi- like video game things and who can build the uh, you know when the thing where they knock things down and like the ball moves through the thing what's it called the uh, thingy Goldberg a gold oh I can't remember now. oh I know what you mean I just can't think of it yeah like I said they had all that but it was quite entertaining but that, I always remember Revenge of the Nerds with quite uh, like fondness and like same memories. But let's 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 
I was going to say, try and not lower the tone as much, but let's let's bring it back to sweetness. And uh, so, did you have any crushes from you these teen comedies or anyone yeah. that you that you loved and that you see you had a little little fancy? Over? Um, I think I think Kevin from American Pie. <laughs> I just thought he was adorable. <laughs> um, I thought he was absolutely adorable. But oh my god, that's such a I don't, I, so, so with Kevin, was it because he worked out the, t- the tongue twister thing? So is that what that, that what kind of got you interested? <laughs> Just sees how cute he was. Um, but no, I, I don't think I did. The only I, the only first crush I really remember having on an actor was Ben Affleck after Mallrats. That, that's a strange a... one because then it went from I watched Mallrats to then Armageddon, and yeah. it was like. Wow, what a difference. Um, I'm just going to get you in the back of a Volvo soon, so don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) I've heard it's very uncomfortable. Um, (laughs) Emma, would you like to clarify that? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, you put it on the spot. Like, I really can't think. Because, like, that's the first one I remember. Like, Mm -hmm. when I went to college, when, like, when I first went to college, hadn't Mm -hmm. quite found myself yet. And I had this Nike folder that mm. I'd get in from America I thought I was the shit it was like a proper American <laughs> like high school folder um, and I took it to college with us and the, when you opened it up the first thing you saw was Ben Affleck's face right <laughs> that's, the first, <laughs> that's the first thing I remember like having a crush on anyone mm-hmm. so probably was I was Affleck yeah um, who about, I, who's you <laughs> um, probably like, say, from watching the 80s films as well um I'm just kicking off rows again. Uh, <laughs> uh, probably Kim Cattrall from Porky's Police, uh, Police Academy as well. Police Academy. She yeah. was fit in that mind. Oh, yes. Um, see, I didn't quite... like. As I said, you couldn't watch Porky's with your, with your parents, certainly not. Uh, but um, that scene where, like I say, she's getting... Um, satisfied in the the gym cupboard and she's just getting like rattled to bits and you can hear her screaming and everyone's just sat there watching in shock uh, <laughs> but uh that was just a lack of kim cattrall was um always the main one but um the most recent one well not recent it's an old film now but i still love this film just because of the actress in um alicia uh, was it alicia or eliza cuthbert from the girl Elisha. next oh, alicia eliza Eliza, I don't know, but she was in House of Wax as well, but um, in The Girl Next Door. Yes, I know. Blonde hair. Yes. Yes, I can picture her. So I think this came out quite a few number of years after like the American Pies and Van Wilders where it tried to do a bit of a resurgence. Like I think this came out uh, not too long uh, like before this uh, Detroit Rock City came out. Oh, uh, what a film. <laughs> so uh, that type of like daft, like bawdy, uh, like like raunchy humor was like making a comeback, but like say the girl next door, um, it's got uh, Timothy Alford in, in, in as well, and he's absolutely brilliant in the movie. Um, for a teen comedy, it's got some heart and it's got like a lot of like like for a film about the porn industry, I, I can't recommend it enough. <laughs> <laughs> Is she in Just Friends with Ryan Reynolds? Oh, I Is... don't know. Is that Amy? Is it Amy? No. I'm thinking think of something completely different. Yeah, I think that, no, that's, I don't think that, I, I don't know if she's in that, but I know she was in Love Actually for like a fleeting moment towards the end. 
but as, as I said, watching her in, in The Girl Next Door is just yeah. utter perfection. It's Amy Smart, I'm thinking of, sorry. All right, it's, 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 it's blonde American. <laughs> yes, yes, she was in, in Love Actually. She was in the um, mm-hmm. the bar, wasn't she? I can, I can picture her, I can mm-hmm. picture her, but I've never seen that film. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> A good film. It's, it's like, see, it's a, like, I'm not a big Tim. Uh, is it Tim Curse? Tony. Uh, Tony. No, not Tony Curse. That's like Jimmy. The the guy who directed Love Actually, uh, Thingy Curtis. He does all like, uh, um, it's like uh, Love Actually. Um, the one with Kate. Not Kate. Was it? Um, same with Hugh Grant. He stars in all the films. There, uh, Notting Hill and stuff like that. Sorry. Um, uh, I'm sure it is. Hang on. It is. I have La Google. Richard Curtis. That's it. That's it. Yes. Richard Curtis. But yes. Who's Tony Curtis? That's Jimmy Lee. That's Jimmy Lee Curtis's dad. He was in Some Like It Hot. Oh, course it was, man. It's, <laughs> it's one, of my, absolute, one of my favorite Marilyn films. Yes, of course it was. Yes. To be fair, talking about like rowdy comedies. Some, Some Like It Hot. hot. <laughs> Some Like It Hot. If you want to take it even further back, yes, yes. that has some um, some sex appeal in it. Does it have fucking sex? Jesus Christ. Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> wow. <laughs> she was absolutely delicious in that film. Like, and there's Jack- no other word to describe that. She was delicious. Yes. And Jack Lemon and uh, Tony Curtis in that were absolutely comedy geniuses at times. And like I said, the famous line as well, when it's going off in the speedboat and, and she's getting, I'm not even a girl. And he takes a week off and, he, and the guys get, ah, nobody's perfect. Oh, it's, it's so... <laughs> and, and, Right, I am a huge, I'm a huge Marilyn fan. And even more, I am such a fan of just Hollywood in general. Um, and the guy who played the guy on the board, his gravestone, that's what it says. Nobody's perfect. Oh, I like that. Yes. And Jack Lemon says, um, Jack mm-hmm. Lemon starring in. And that's it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he has a really, really funny aggressive but have you seen some like it hot where they actually put colour into it? Yes. It, it I, looks I, awful. I, it's the same when they do it with the old Lauren Hardy films as well. Um mm-hmm. it, it, there's something not quite natural about it. Mm. And it feels uncomfortable, which again, I don't know why it feels uncomfortable, but No, it does. It it doesn't look right. Um we, it, is it technical that they're using on that? I don't know if it's technicolor again because I, I, I know that like say it was a modern technique that they, that they try to bring into it but mm-hmm. just doesn't work yeah it doesn't have the same appeal it's it doesn't have the same like magic to it um but some like it hot that's it that was a good that's like from the 50s that, that was really good 50s 60s oh, still like I say one of my favorite films to this date um so it's it's one of them ones where <laughs> just laughing at Tony Curtis sitting in like as the captain putting that stupid voice on collecting the shells, pretend to be the leader of shell oil. Oh, it's his <laughs> accent. It's good. I can't get it up, and it's not about not being able to get an erection and stuff. But like, <laughs> I've lost he was, my spark. He was a handsome fella, mind absolutely beautiful. He was a very powerful man in Hollywood as well. He had uh, like I say. It killed a lot of careers during the time. If if you mentioned his hairpiece, you you were finished. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> it's very well known about that as well. So. <laughs> wow. Um, one that Emma brought up earlier was mm-hmm. Eurotrip. 
Yeah, so it was the sequel to Road Trip. Right, so it was Road Trip I wanted to talk about because yes. I'm not. I, I don't think I've seen your Road Trip. It had uh, Dawn, the young, uh, the not Dawn. She wasn't called Dawn, but it was Dawn from Buffy. The Michelle, Buffy's little sister, Michelle. Yes, no, I haven't seen that one. I've seen Road Trip and I still to this day love that film quite a bit. <laughs> the the If you're talking about soundtracks, yeah, it has a fucking killer soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Just for Twisted Sister alone. <laughs> Definitely. But it, it's probably the only film I can watch that one actor in. Because other than that, he's a fucking idiot. Mm. I can't stand him. Which um, one? Oh, what's he called? Um, Tom Green? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like the utter yeah. be- bell, upper bell end. That's the best way I can put it. Like, mm-hmm. like from the way he went on, and like say this, some some things he did. Like, like yeah, when he, the, when he, and that Freddie got fingered film. There's oh, just there's, get there's no, there is no excusing bringing that out in there. And having the amazing bloody um, what do you call him? Him from Men in Black. Is that amazing? I can't remember his name now. Ripton. Oh yes, Ripton. Yes. Yeah, like. You no, there's no no, there's no coming back from that. He that's that's not stupid comedy. That's just it's just fucking ridiculous. Um, again, again, we don't normally give hate outs, but Jesus, please, if you like that film, I'm sorry. I ain't fucking <laughs> reviewing it. That's for sure. Donna, you can go away. Um, but yeah, I totally agree. Tom Green is manageable in this film. Yeah. Um, but it it's just. Again, it's just another brilliant American teen comedy. You know what? I can't with all the American teen ones, which again you don't really expect because it is all about tits and ass and like sex and mm-hmm. getting made. But there, with a lot of these ones, there's a lot of heart to it. Yeah, and I think, like say, with this one, Road Trip especially, there was a little bit of heart, and it was about how re- reacting to, like say, the circumstances he found himself in and. Mm-hmm. I'd say imagine mailing the sex tape that you accidentally made to, to what you thought was your love of your life for how stressed and like like oh, like that as a storyline is just mm-hmm. the most fucked up stupid thing that could ever happen. But you, well, we were there for the ride. You were there for the ride. <laughs> um, I think was this the one with as well with uh, the skinny guy, the skinny dude in the guy from um, Big Bang Theory who plays the cousin. You know mm-hmm. when Sheldon makes the lie. <laughs> Yes, but <laughs> so um, because he was in, he's been in loads of different things. Like uh, he was in Supernatural as Garth yes, for a bit. But he it, was. I, I don't know if you've ever seen a film. Um, because I think it was I'm trying to think of the year now. Again, it was trying to bring out these teeny comedies a lot more. But it was called uh, the New Guy, and he was basically this um called Dewey or something where he got bullied so much when he was at his old school that he left. Uh, to join a new school, but he went. He popped into prison and like done something just dear, and they taught him how to be like uh, a badass and like mm. say, act himself. And like, so he went to this new school and just it was totally outrageously stupid. And like, say, it was all about the funk. Like, say that was the whole thing. Like, he the played funk. funk funk music. Uh, <laughs> but um, if you ever see a new guy, it it is. I probably if I watch it now, I probably would hate it. But back yeah. then, it was like one of them ones where again, it's it's not I would say American Pie level of rowdy, but it is mm. like mid level, uh, like teen comedy. But 
it's still one of them ones I would always suggest watching, like uh, just for how bad it could be. <laughs> well, he's he is adorable, and he's he is one of those actors who's just he's in everything, mm-hmm. but yet you've not seen him starring like he's the star, but he doesn't. No, and he's like someone who doesn't need to be. Like he's always a good supporting actor. As Sean William Scott potentially should have been in most of the things that he was, because uh, when they tried to give him a big starring role, he was shite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he absolutely flopped it. Um, but he was huge then, wasn't he? Like mm. in the early 2000s, he was absolutely massive. He was in everything. Like he same, was uh, every uh, genre he was in. Like evolution as well, like with David Duchovny and stuff. Uh, Final Destination. Uh, yep. Again, like I say, bit part roles. But when he's, like I say, when you give him the main role, I think... What was the Southland Tales? That was also like the most fucked up, weirdest film I've ever seen. Still don't understand what it was about. Uh... <laughs> I know it probably is an unpopular opinion, but Dude, Where's My Card does still have some funny oh. bits in it. Well, if we're going to take about rowdy comedies, we might as well get it out of the way. I know how much Donna absolutely loves this film as well. So, so she, if she's still in the chat, she'll be excited to talk about this movie. She's there. <laughs> um, yeah, it, 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 it's a film that when you're watching, you don't know what's happening, but the level of actors and stuff that's in this film as well, mm. take, take away Ashton Kushner and stuff like that. But what I'll do as well, I'm just going to put us on pause for a, for a moment, for mm-hmm. a second, um, just because I've just seen someone trying to enter. So we'll talk about um, Dude, Where's Me Car in a second there, Donna. We'll come back to it. So I'm just going to put us on pause, go back to the start screen, and you'll listen to the music, so bear with me. Yep. Mm-hmm. Are you paused? So is he coming? Have you paused it? Yeah. Can I use me? Are you sure we're not oh. on live? So two seconds. So the screen will look funny for a little bit while we are uh, trying to sort out the pictures. So bear with us while I do do me magic. So we are joined by the lovely Grant. I know you can't see him just yet. He is so... there, though. <laughs> Lurking. So, so yes. Sliding in the back door right now. <laughs> uh, so if, if, as Grant's probably on scene. <laughs> Grant's here. <laughs> We've already been talking about the back of a Volvo already, Grant. You missed that one. <laughs> oh, is that where Sammy lost her virginity? Um, ah. We've not discussed that yet, but we could, it could come up at any point. We've, 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 talked about, we've talked about Emma's tits, which she wasn't very happy about. And she says hi as well. She's in the chat. <laughs> yeah. So we're just, uh, ta- like I said, we're talking about uh, Donna's favourite movie of all time. Dude, where's my fucking car? <laughs> and then... And then... And then... <laughs> it's been years since I've seen that. It's been a long time, I but... sober when I watched it. <laughs> it was pretty funny, though. Like, it had its funny moments. Like, I don't think I could watch it now and generally get a laugh out. Actually, I might, because it's just... Sometimes you just need stupid comedy. Certainly. And, like I say, Ashton Kushner wasn't... Like I, say, I, I would dare say it wasn't his worst performance. I don't have an opinion on him. Mm-hmm. Like, I really don't. I, I'm i not bothered by him. He was hilarious as Kelso mm-hmm. in that 70s show. Um, but, but outside of that, like, 
I don't really don't have an opinion on him. But we would, we've been talking uh, about the, the career of um, what's his face? The other one? Sean William Scott. That's it. Concentration on Paul's face is hilarious. Yeah. I thought I could have done this in the background, but um, yeah, I should have really got it sorted before. But I'll know for don't, next time. It's fine. We're there. Look at, <laughs> we're getting there. Yeah, so great. Everyone can see all the tech. <laughs> <laughs> So I take it, what were you talking about, American Pie or something to get on to Sean William Scott? It was... Yes and no. Like, we've, we we spoke, but we talked about American Pie pretty early on, but it was just the fact that in the early 2000s, you couldn't not have a film. That, oh, we were talking about Road Trip. Yes. That was it. And that's... Like, he was he was in a lot, a lot of films. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As a supporting character. And then Paul says when he got his big break, he, he fucked it up. <laughs> 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 but yeah, um, it, it's one of them. Like I say, with the likes of, um, like I say, dude, where's my car? It, it's a film that shouldn't have worked, but kind of did. It was like I say, ultimate, u- ultimate stupid stupidity. Like that whole joke saying, "Dude, what does mine say? Dude, what does mine say? Dude, it's like fuck off." <laughs> <laughs> so does not uh, beat the uh, scary movie one, Ray. Fucked me! <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, there's so many different references and influences from these type of films that did yeah. lead into other things. Um, again, I know this is going to probably freak, scare a lot of people when I ask Grant this question, because I asked uh, Sam it earlier. So was there ever a film that you watched with your parents that you ever felt so uncomfortable that you had to turn off? These type of like comedies? Um... Not really, but my mum and dad didn't watch stuff like that, like mm. at all. Though, like those kind of sort of films you know, you've mentioned before about you know oh, I'm deliberately taping the last thing on Bravo. Um, <laughs> you know, my experience of like the kind of raunchy comedies and stoner comedies all came from me covertly mm. taping them on VHS by mm. pretending that I was taping something at nine o'clock and just letting the long player video run for six hours, <laughs> so you get whatever raunchy thing was on after ECW and then, you know, the start of the Playboy channel because you're 13 and that's what you did. Um, it did on Bravo, didn't it? Yes. <laughs> yeah, oh, it is. Okay. Bravo was, like I say, this is going to be me, out myself as the ultimate pervert. I think Bravo was the adult channel. Was it? Yeah, because I think the Playboy was, um, I was, I was on a different one. Because I know Television X had a own channel, but again, we're going to go further down the rabbit hole if we keep talking about these. <laughs> yeah, we we really forgot to mention. I mean, we we did touch on it. Um, channel Four's um, what Channel Four showing of more adult films on a on a nighttime, but they used to have one of the greatest, most raunchiest, most disturbing TV shows that has ever graced our screens, which was Euro Trash. I thought you were going to go with Roseanne. <laughs> <laughs> ah! I was gonna say I was gonna make a joke and go The Simpsons. No, um Eurotrash yes. was Eurotrash. was what was now that was a program that I didn't dare watch in front of me, mum and dad. That was a I'm hiding that one. It, it was like the extremes of Eurotrash. You were either gonna get like massive boobs or someone that uh, created a model village out of poop. So you just never knew what you, you what like type of different like scenarios you were ever going to get into that. But, uh, but you're right in what you're saying though, Sam. When Euro Trash and everything that used to come on, 
used to I think Channel Four used to have like a like a smut night. So after Eurotrash, there used to be then the raunchy things like Porky's used to be on. Um, and I think Channel when Channel Five come out, they were a bit braver than uh, Channel Four. And uh, like a subject that probably his grant will go on. Like the, was it the Russ Myers films? Was that is, is that is that? Um. Well, Russ Myers is they were the ones that were being shown on Bravo that kind of introduced me to mm-hmm. like raunchy comedy, so to speak. You would get the Russ Meyer movies. Obviously, you'd get a lot of trauma on there that was comedic and horror yes. and sex. Um, and you'd get stuff like the like the old British um confessions series, mm-hmm. you know, confessions yes. of a window cleaner and oh my god, confessions, confessions of a performer. Oh my god. Um and so yeah, my like you know, the introduction into raunchy comedy was all done through Late Night Bravo on yes. Analog Sky in the mid-90s. <laughs> um, and you got you, you got nothing but gold. You know, one of the best and raunchiest and cheesiest fucking horror films I've ever seen was Chopper Chicks in Zombie Town, <laughs> which was just a B-movie about loads of chicks on motorbikes that all really, really liked eating each other out. And they rolled into the town and mm-hmm. they ate each other out. And then zombies happened and mm-hmm. they just decapitated zombies while eating each other out. It, it was amazing. Wow. <laughs> Should have had an Oscar. <laughs> so I'm the director. I'm not that dedicated. But... Tell you what, though, Sam's writing that one down, I bet you. <laughs> I yeah. nearly got, I nearly got <laughs> I mean, my, my ever my list is here. I've already wrote one down. Um, yeah, I nearly grabbed my pen on that one. But yeah, I remember the like the Russ Myers ones as well. Just simply because with there's been a boob man, them films were absolutely fucking amazing. Uh, like I said, they used to have where I think one of the ones I can remember vividly watching. She one of the vixens because it used to be all about the vixens, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, ki- killed her victims by smothering them in a massive tits. Right, is it going to have to explain this guy to me? The Valley of the Ultra Vixens. Yes. <laughs> I don't, I don't recognise the name. Actually, sorry, I do recognise the name, but I don't know any of his films. So, mm-hmm. educate me, people. It was just basically. Oh. I, I let Grant go. Sorry, I've talked a lot already. <laughs> yeah, it's the height of seventies uh, exploitation movies. Mm. You know what I mean? It is literally mm-hmm. just. It's it's the, the American equivalent of the Carry On films. Basically, mm. they're a little bit less like and a little bit more giant tits um but that's essentially what they brought to the table it was mm-hmm. like oh this guy's gonna get into all kinds of predicaments and then a girl with big boots is gonna come along and shake them around a little bit and then he'll go on his merry way you know down the road deeper into the valley and he has another girl with massive boobs that somehow <laughs> gets them out because of some bizarre predicament that he gets himself into it's yeah, it's, it is. It's just Americanized carry on, you know, from the, you know, the late 70s in America brought, you know, mm-hmm. so much in the way of sex exploitation yes. and black exploitation movement and, yeah. you know, the, the kind of underground horror and what have you. It was just the let's see how much nudity we can put on there mm-hmm. before we get banned. It yeah. was um, such an experimental Ameri- time, wasn't it? Like it really was yeah. in the 70s. They, they didn't have push the boundaries me and Anth went on a um a journey with 70s satanic films as in like films that would cult was culture around the satanic um like worship and and very much like wicker man but even further like disturbing it was a, a very good journey we went on we watched a fair few decent films <laughs> 
No, I, I, as I said, I remember not much of the storyline of the, like, say, the Revenge of the Vixens or the Vixens Strike Back. And, like, say, uh, it was like everything had a Vixens in title. I just remember we used to love them, <laughs> just for like, own personal reason. I never think I, like this is going to show like poor performance by me, but I don't think I ever finished a movie. Shall we say? <laughs> <laughs> My that's gosh, the most disapproving look I've ever seen on Sorry's face, <laughs> and that's saying something. Yeah. <laughs> My goodness. Yes. Um, well, we were going to take it down that level, so that, that's what it was going to happen eventually. I mean, we've kept it quite tame. I, like, Grant's here now, so might as well just, you know, blow caution to the wind and let's just do it. Like, let's go for it. <laughs> Talk about big 70s bushes. <laughs> <laughs> so now, wow. <laughs> Damn right. From the yeah. cap to belly button. The golden age of bush. <laughs> <laughs> well, they used to say things like actually lying in the bush as well. It wasn't just like, say, cleaner and living there back in the days. <laughs> but oh it, like, it, you did mention quite an interesting one as well that a lot of people probably don't know about or probably not experienced is the trauma films. Because I know they are still going to today, but back in the day, they were awful. But it did spawn a few, like, like, catchy like cartoons off the trauma films as well like we've got the toxic uh crusader uh attack of the killer tomatoes that was oh, a trauma right. one as well wasn't it or my no i think that's i think that's long before trauma mate was it killer tomatoes was in the 50s i'm sure it was yeah that's that george clooney the, george, that not a, it might be a remake it might be a remake i'm oh. um can you explain trauma to us i don't know what you're referring to C C not B movie for style. It's C D E F Z. <laughs> right. So the low end of right. Okay, I understand. Sorry, I wasn't too sure what you're referring to, but I'm sure the Killer Tomatoes is is fifties and they remade it. Because I know George Clooney starred in it. Um, like I say, that was one of the ones. But again, I know there was a cartoon of it as well. Yes, uh, there was. I used to love uh, that cartoon as well. It was amazing. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 1978. Yeah, it's not a remake, Grunge. Uh, directed John I thought it was earlier than that. I thought it was too. Uh, budget, Do you know what I'm... 100,000. The Blob, that was, uh, that's been remade so many times. But um, yeah, because I remember because George Clooney starred in it. It was his first role before he did it, like ER and stuff. Um. Oh, John Aston's in it. Sean Aston's stepdaddy. Hmm. There you go. Learned something new today. Um, <laughs> and you know, we 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 went to we we went through English comedy, um, English raunchy comedy into American, and then there was kind of like a bit of a lull. Like I think with the American Pies and everything, there was kind of a bit of a lull when it came to the raunchy aspect of comedy until the likes of Seth Rogen. Yeah, decided so the, to pop along on the, the modern, scene. The modern day, um, what, what the the Judd Apatow. Uh, like That's it, yeah. Movies. Seth Rogen was like the first person who came mm. in my head when I could think of them that crew. But yeah, mm. when Judd Apatow came out with forty uh, year old virgin, forty year old virgin, which is actually written by Steve Carell, yeah. he did that in the first series of The Office. And he recorded it on the second, just before the second one, because he didn't think he was getting renewed. And mm. you can see the difference in Michael Scott, because he looks exactly like he did a 40-year-old version. 
love I love this movie as well, just because of one scene, the the waxing scene. Um, oh, that is improv comedy. If they, yeah, it is just there's no script for that. <laughs> no, and the, the person who was waxing and her responses and stuff like afterwards was pure, like say on point of like she didn't know how to like react because every time she was pulling off she was ripping bits of skin there was like everything and like I think there was outtakes as well when she goes over his nipple as well at one point and it's just absolutely <laughs> hilarity <laughs> yeah there's no there's no script in that at all um it got that bad that Seth Rogen had to leave mm-hmm. couldn't when he says I'm out I can't do this that's genuine like you cannot sit and watch it and Paul Rudd was having more fun than what he probably should have been <laughs> Oh, I love Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd was amazing. Oh, Paul Rudd for president. He's just a, a lovely bloke. Um, but the, the, oh gosh, what was I going to say? It was something to do with 40 year old virgin. The scene in the, um, Elizabeth Banks, that was it. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth Banks showed her acting chops in this one, especially with the shower head. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Can't look at it the same way again, even if <laughs> even watching Zach and Mary make a porno. Mm-hmm. That was done in taste. She just went full ham on a friggin' shower head. <laughs> no, I, I actually Zach and Mary make a porno was done in taste. I never thought I'd ever her, yeah, her scenes. Her <laughs> scenes. Sorry, I should have I should have she frosted me like a cupcake. It was her scenes <laughs> that were done tastefully. Everyone else's was, yeah, especially we should get into that in a bit. Actually, I'll stop talking because that is such a good one. <laughs> I tell you what, though, that absolutely um, not like the Joe Appleton films. The one film that made me cringe more than anything else was Knocked Up. The scene where like she's given birth and you don't actually feel think you're going to see it, and, <laughs> and you, you see it, and you see the fucking crown, and I was like, no, don't show me, don't show me that. <laughs> I love was- that film so much. I love it. it's the it's the friendships it's the guys who are absolutely because they're all real friends in life mm-hmm. and it, it they just use their own names as well mm-hmm. the, there's no character base in that they're all just there playing the, their own and I, just, I find them so funny the need to make more films together I think it was like say when they went through the fears now the problem they've got now is excuse me all the different actors and stuff are far too big to just come back because like I said when you think about coming back to do a movie with all them actors and all them names mm. now it, the the price to do that the budget would have to be like say decent and they're not going to just come back for any old film as well though that, well, the, that's the I mean thing. they did this is the end isn't it so I guess we did Jesus get Jesus Christ yes uh, I guess we did we did <laughs> get a reunion of sort of the, mm. the that group of friends but me and Anne the guy who plays the shoe bomber in uh, Knocked Up. It's just his name. We can't not call him the shoe bomber. <laughs> poor blokes have been in, he's been in loads of stuff. He's in Silicon Valley. He's in the new Spider-Man films, like respectable roles, and we still call him the fucking shoe bomber. True. But can I just point out in the chat, the comment that I've just read, and I'd like to say, when Donna watched Knocked Up in the cinema, she was pregnant and she made it vomit in the bin. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, give Donna a clap. Well done, Donna. Yeah. <laughs> well, Donna. 
but yes, um, like I said, then were I would say modern day, like I say, smutty films, shall we say, because they were done with a bit of tongue in tongue in cheek. They had, like I say, the, the stoner references in there, um, and again, probably lens do in. I know we did a full episode on on the guy not too long ago as well. The Kevin Smith movies could potentially yeah. fall into these. Well, um, not all of them. But some of them, like I said, these are, I would say, probably, I'm going to probably piss off a lot of people. These are probably upmarket smutty films, shall we say, <laughs> just because they are more intellectual. Like I say, even though Dogma, like I say, has a thing that had a fucking shit monster in. So what what more could you yeah, want? Yeah, they did that, the shit demon. The shit demon. Um, like mall rats is like when they're telling the story about uh, his uncle on a plane and how the plane's yeah. going to crash. So everyone oh, gets everyone's... the jungle. And start beating off, and then just good. So, did anyone come? Shit, you don't. There's questions you just don't need answers to, son. Um, <laughs> the the um the fact that they had a a teenage girl writing a sex book mm-hmm. and paying people, or did she pay people for sex uh, so she could evaluate them? I don't know if she pays all of them, but like some of them were paid for. Some just. Like I say, it was the fact that she did things with a smiley face, eyelashes, if they went down on her as well. It was just how graphic it was. It was like, Jesus Christ, how far are they going to push this? But the more they pushed it, the funnier that it was, yes. even though we're talking about paedophilia in a way. Yes, in a way, in a way, but we we can overlook stuff like that in a way. <laughs> um, but Kevin Smith was and still is probably one of the smuttiest guys around. Like, he's just pure filth. Yes. Like my husband's, my husband's comedy is on borderline with his because it's just pure filth. I'll put on record. I'll suck his cock to get him on the podcast. So Kevin, please, there's an invitation. <laughs> I didn't make it. <laughs> I'll take a Absolutely. shot in the back and throw it. <laughs> what a lovely tea party. <laughs> <laughs> So I think we've broken Sammy already there. Oh, that's so good. Oh, that's so funny. But um, Zach and Mary make a porno has one of the most horrifying, horrifying sex scenes in any film I've ever seen. Awful. It, it's There's two things in this world I don't do, snot and shit. And that scene where with Jason Mewes and Jeff Anderson and the camera and the shit... No. <laughs> no. I've said the line anyway, but like say when you actually see it it like on screen, it it's just brilliantly done. Like absolutely brilliantly. And <laughs> I'm still laughing, like thinking about it. But that's the type of humour as well. And like even like I say in Jane Silent Bob when uh, Jay is describing uh, he, how he's the clipped commander. And he's the kind of kid, he's rubbing his nose all over like, the screen and stuff. <laughs> <It's good. laughs> clucks. You've got 37 dicks, you've got a girl fucking a dead guy, and you're trying to suck yourself off all yeah. in a very short space of time. Clerks, too. Kiki Kelly in the stud. <gasps> yeah. May I want a cooch? Oh, Rosario Dawson. Oh, my. <laughs> 
it's, is it okay to go? Let's ask the question, guys, in the chat. Is it okay to go to ask the mouth? Please, please answer on a put your answers on a postcard. You know, Donna's <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm just waiting for it. Sometimes, sometimes. I'm, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just waiting for it. Um, it's Elias when he's masturbating in the corner, and he's. I'm sorry, Jesus. <laughs> Fuck you, pillow pets. <laughs> Who comes up with it? Do you know what? That has to be a true story from someone. There's no fucking way he created pillow pants. <laughs> I, hope, I hope pillow pants exists out there. That, like, see, that needs to be a cartoon. The, the lives of pillow pants. <laughs> like, how many lives has pillow pants has ruined, ruined because of it? <laughs> ah, she says it's sometimes okay. <laughs> 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 to, be, to, be to be fair we've got Nicole in the chat as well so I don't know who's going to be worse so yeah uh, oh <laughs> she said earlier that she even checked the back door and you weren't there she was disappointed he has <laughs> 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 yes, no idea yeah, what I'm referring to <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of other Kevin Smith films because Clark Sue didn't even cross my mind until I saw it in the chat um, but he did kind of like push Push some boundaries, didn't he? Well, chasing Amy, like I said, even though it's semi-serious, he tries to fuck, like Ben Affleck gets confused and tries to have a threesome with his best friend and his girlfriend, uh, like in a totally, totally in an inappropriate situation. And like I say, the whole joking about the Milton Black guy, like uh, when they're <laughs> in the auditorium, auditorium, and then when he comes out, he turns out he's a, like he's like he's, he's, he's a homosexual, a raging homosexual, and it's <laughs> it's such a good turn, it's such a good twist mm-hmm. on that character. He, I absolutely, well, I loved him anyway. And then when he comes out at the end, love it. What's a new bin? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was it. That was what I was. I, I have stuck in my head the, the scene in um, Zach and Mary where he's explaining a Dutch rudder. And um, it's got eye contact. Sam, look us in the eyes. Keep looking in the eyes, Sam. <laughs> it's the, and when we were doing training at work one time, we had to pick a team name, and we went with the Dutch rudders and. <laughs> that was written on a board for everybody to see, and they were like, "What does it mean?" And um. We didn't dare explain it to people. But yeah, we were the Dutch Rudders. <laughs> oh dear. Um, move it on. <laughs> Five ways how Sam gets sacked from work now. <laughs> but uh, yes, and like as a whole, like I, I know Kevin Smith does do a lot of different films now compared to what he used to. Um, I know. They've announced in the next few days that Clerks 3 is getting a, tr- a movie trailer. So it came out. We're finally and, there. So finally. So th- I think they uh, hinted that the trailer is going to be released very soon. So keep an eye out. So that's something to be excited for all Kevin Smith's fans. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's, it's, and Grant mentioned one before that I totally forgot about earlier. Like, the adventures of a window cleaner and ventures of uh, like say a, a confessions confessions that's it sorry the confessions of it yeah. um wow like say that that was peak bravo and channel five at its best it was always the same like guy and stuff but I, he I, had I, a lot I, of confessions <laughs> Um, a lot of jobs and a lot of confessions. There was a lot. There was a lot of bush in them films. I remember that as well. So. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, now, like, say, if you talked about like 
raunchy or early comics. I know most films, like I say, don't go to the cinema when it's like when it when it's classed as a comedy. But there's not that many I can think of. I know recently, um, in the last two or three years, there was a film that I did watch that would probably fulfil this type of uh, like thing. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but I would highly recommend it. It's called Booksmarked. It's pretty much the premise of the film is these two high school girls. One's a lesbian and one's uh, just basically trying to be popular. And they've done everything throughout the year to get the best school, do the best things, and they've not had any fun. They've literally studied and and not let the hair down once. And when it comes to like getting into the colleges that they want, they both get accepted, which is great. Mm-hmm. But then they turn out to all the popular crowd, the people that, like say that were partying that weren't studying got accepted into the same colleges so they kind of get pissed off thinking well we've just had this like say like this lifetime through school where we've not we've limited ourselves not to do anything that we wanted to do and we're in the same position as the people that had fun and that realization drives them both a little bit crazy so they decide to have like on the like graduation night um, night, well, so the night before graduation, that they're going to go wild, and literally, like, say they get arrested, um, like, say they get take drugs, and literally, it, it, it's like what's it called, super bad for females, and it's absolutely hilarious. But one of the actresses, oh. I don't know her name, but she was in uh, what you what you what we do in the shadows. <clears throat> she was the little uh, lass that Nadia turns into a vampire. It's Jonah Hill's sister. Is it? Mm-hmm. All right, I didn't know that, but she, yeah. like say it's called Book Smart, but it is up there one of the funniest films. I think it's on Netflix or it was on Netflix. Not I feel like I, now you've said who's in it, I feel like I know which film it is. Yeah, that's Johnny. They don't go by the same mm-hmm. um, name, I don't think surname, but yeah, mm-hmm. definitely sister. Yeah, like I say, as a modern one, I would always, I would certainly recommend re- recommend it because I thoroughly mm-hmm. enjoyed it, and it's, it is a very throwback. But as, as I said. Like I, say, I don't know if you guys have seen anything recently or anything modern that um, would, you would say that would be along the lines of this. I'm trying to think. Relative, relatively modern. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not relatively modern. I suppose it's been out for years, but um, it kind of, to me, a lot of that shifted onto TV. And uh, Blue Mountain State, mm-hmm. I think, was a really, really good example of doing like your your porkies and American style, American Pie style kind of college humor but they elongated it it's like three seasons of this blue mountain college and it's the american football team and it's it's a disgrace it really really is um but i think it's the second episode where they managed to get a hold of a flashlight and they all decide to the entire football team share said flashlight and all end up with crabs from all doing the same, like it's that kind of humor. It's just like right. absolute in the gutter. Madness, um, you know, but it's, goodness. <laughs> it's stoner comedy and sex comedy um, <laughs> and juvenile fucking delinquents. <laughs> you know, humor. Not that I'm saying there's anything wrong with that. Um, like mm-hmm. they did three seasons or two seasons, maybe. And a mm-hmm. movie, the movie's not great. Um, yeah. But up until the end of the two seasons that MTV did in the mid 2000s, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's yeah. prime. It's a, it's a, um raunchy comedy i'm trying to think of anything recent um but do you know what came to me head as soon as i started to try and think of something recent the one film that as a kid i've looked at for all the wrong reasons was elvira 
Right? Yeah. Mr. to the dog? Can't get any more raunchier than her, can you? With oh. them tits. <laughs> you always wanted them to fall out, but they never did, bless her. They never <laughs> came out of that dress. That dress is is custom made to her body because if nobody knows this, Cassandra Peterson is covered in head to foot with scars. Mm-hmm. Literally from, from her shoulder down when she was in a really bad fire when she was a kid. And that's why her dress has to stay in these places so you can't see our scars. Oh, bless her. But they That'd never got cool. her boobs. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm surprised she never did. Playboy as well, because they probably would have offered her a fucking fortune. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she financed the majority of um, Mistress of the Dark, obviously Haunted Hills. That she, she financed... Basically, Elvira is Cassandra Peterson's love project. Mm-hmm. Our friends are in it. Our friends are referenced in it. She, her and her husband, yes, that was it. Her and her husband pretty much financed the shit out, like financed the whole thing. And it is one of the greatest, raunchiest films of all time. <laughs> and I'm glad I got to talk about it for a second because we didn't get, she didn't get picked in me, yeah, uh, me films. Oh, see, we'll, we'll get get to a viral one day. We'll do a, yeah, full, we will. a full assessment of, of that. Wait uh, until I've read our biography so I know more. <laughs> More facts, please. More, <laughs> but no, um, the other ones I see that jumped to the top. I wouldn't say modern, but I, I know I kind of touched on uh, super bad. Like, say, giving us Jonah Hill and, and Michael Chiklis, uh, just and uh, McLovin for fucking McLovin. Like, how many people got nicknamed McLovin because of that guy? Uh, <laughs> that um, him and um, what's his name, mm-hmm. Sarah Michael Sarah. Yeah. Um, the the chemistry between them two in that film is, but that scene where she he dances with that girl and he's got fucking period blood on his knee, it still makes my stomach churn a bit. And the fact that he's good, fuck me, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this, oh. See, I'm trying to think. of like when he headbutts Emma Stone in the face as well. Oh, it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, there's nothing funnier than an impromptu headbutt. <laughs> but, really but, then, but then it kind of birthed, like I say, like not so, like I would say, teeny, teeny comedies because we've got Easy Year with Emma Stone that came out afterwards. <laughs> so but, good. With, so uh, good. With Lisa Kudrow, who was absolutely brilliant in that film. Like I say, the standout uh, performer. Yeah. Um, and was, like I say, un- very uncomfortable at times. Um trying to think of other films like see i know we mentioned as well we talked about in disaster movies but this is the end you can't not talk about like a smutty film without a giant fucking uh god uh devil with his swinging cock flying around and shannon tainan in a bondage suit yeah (laughs) danny mcbride just jizzing all over everything (laughs) 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 it's just it's the motion i love it (laughs) i'm gonna come over there i'm gonna come over here don't you think? I'll though, come if, over wherever the fuck I want to. If, if like, say, in a, in a, like, say, put ourselves, ourselves, like, if we're in a nerdy up north group and we're in, ever in that situation where the world ends and we all stuck in the house we're together, fucked. Uh, Donna would be the Danny McBride character, wouldn't you? Fucking you know, Christ, I, I, I know, I know, we're in the last kind of bit today. Sorry, Donna. But imagine, like, I can just imagine us falling asleep in the bath, coming downstairs. We're, we're trying to like shitting ourselves in courage, but she's walking down there. Uh, 
then she would just be throwing it like a dildos at everyone, saying, I've just fucked this, I've just fucked that. <laughs> yeah, you'll have Charlotte trying to make sure everything's all organised, like we're all following leads because we need some form of structure, and then Donna just comes down with a pawn mag and just fucking fucks it all up. <laughs> I've got visions now of after the dildos have been scattered of Charlotte just kind of organising them according yes. to size. <laughs> oh, do we go length or go? <laughs> <laughs> we are pretty much fucked though if this is what we're relying on for the end of the world and then uh, we'll probably have Nicole that'll be trying to feed us all like say, to say no it's okay I'll look after you as being all the mother and stuff bless her. oh that'd be cool the, the scene in um, the, the exorcist scene is one of my favourite scenes <laughs> it's so fucking funny but the best bit is when the, the redo their films and they do their sequels to Pineapple Express. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> brilliant man. Oh, what was it called? Uh, Rusty's of Revenge or something like that, wasn't it? It's uh... <laughs> <laughs> just so funny. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't be laughing as hard as it's just hilarious. Of course you should be. It's fucking comedies we're talking hey. about. Us. <laughs> Absolutely. I wanna, that film is It's just one of those ones where... Mm-hmm. I, it proper it proper cheers you up, like it really does. Like you don't have to think too much. I love the opening scene where all of their friends are there. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that Rihanna slaps the shit out of a coked up Michael Sarah. That is just hilarious because everyone wants to do it. <laughs> everyone in their time has wanted to slap Michael Sarah because he has one of those faces where it's just oh, you just want to punch it. Um. Jason uh, Sam's Siegel. Getting all the, Sam's getting all the fantasies out today, there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jason Siegel and Kevin Hart and Aziz. Um, Az- oh, I can't pronounce his name. Sorry, Azaria Aziz. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it, a Paul Rudd as well. <laughs> but it's, it's just in- a shame Franco had this alive. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think as well though, because you, you like say going off, uh, like say going back a few steps to what we said about the Judd Abdul, but like mm-hmm. say Jason Segel and uh, what of oh, Paul Rudd, the I Love You Man, yeah, was very very cringeworthy in like yes. say adult like say things, especially um, and what was it forgetting Sarah Marshall as well with <gasps> Russell Brand oh. in uh, where him and her uh, the voice of the last from Frozen where they're just banging. Kristen Bell just banging in every single position you can ever think of, and it, like he's got to be sitting there uh, next to it. Um, you, if you watch the uncut version, you see Jason Segel's penis twice. <laughs> it gets it out quite a lot in most films. He has no it, shame. That's why. Yeah, see, he's got something to be proud of. At least I'll give him he that. He really does. That man. That man. That man is a handsome man. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason I've watched that film a fair few times. <laughs> and it ain't um, for Russell Brand, that's for fucking sure. <laughs> but, uh, like, say, if we're going to talk about, like, say, uh, um, Paul Rudd films, I can't not talk about, like, say, with Sean William Scott um, role models. Um, like, say, a film mm. that is just dedicated to the greatest band ever to live, that is Kiss. Um, like, say, everything like going through that like thing is doing every single kiss song going thing singing about love gun and they're saying he's talking about his penis man and he's telling that to a little uh, little child and like they're talking about how to spy on boobies all the way through the film it's just like say what type of comedy should be as well but like also mm-hmm. quite kind of wrong but it's interesting that we've had this discussion i know grant joined us a little bit late bless him um but we've went from all the way back 
to some like it hot to uh-huh. to Monday. It's a kind of humor that like does evolve and change through its times. Like yeah, this, like as I said, the seventies sex exploitation to the eighties, um, where it was just all tits and ass, uh, but done in like say even to the point where Tom Hanks got involved in Bachelor an artistic party, way, art, artistic way to the nineties where they tried to put a little bit more uh, soul and love to it, where it was all about like say coming of age yeah. to 90s where like say people in the 30s were experiencing this shit and going through real life situations but in a funny way so it, it's an interesting way you see where it came from and like how it's yeah. still kind of evolving it, it, absolutely right it, it has evolved but it's never been replicated there's been like you, you've got you'll never have an american pie come out again You'll never have that kind of comedy being released out again because one, it's already been done, and two, it's really like our age group is moving on. Mm. And are we going to find that shit funny anymore? And are the younger generation actually going to get it? Mm. Like, not to shit all over people who are younger than us, but they've grown up on a different version of comedy than what we have. To be fair, everyone's younger than us now, Sam, without the age where we're the old guys. <laughs> I embrace my age now. I am fine with the fact that I'm 40 next year. I'm 40 in a few months. So that, yeah. I know. <laughs> I think that's what makes it better. <laughs> I already am your parent. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, though, Grant, you look younger than both of us. Well, so we'll give you, you that one. <laughs> I fucking do that. <laughs> but it is but yeah. true that comedy is 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 evolved never replicated and still to this day it's I, I can't i can't say off the top of my head what's the the most recent co- like comedy that i've seen like I think, I think with a lot of things it's all about different beats they always said that there's two things that in movies that's the, that's the hardest thing to do is one to scare people and two make them laugh so that's mm-hmm. why horror and comedy have like say the different type of tropes different type of beats and like mm-hmm. say a, a comedy work in similar ways where you've got a like, mishmash like one doesn't work well the other that's why comedy horror ones just blow it out the water like if you talk about like not like say it is a bit tongue-in-cheek but we'll talk about it in the spouse is probably repossessed as being oh God, one, of, one, one of the best funniest films out there but um i'd say I, I i'm looking forward to seeing what the next stage could be because as you said you can't redo american pie because it was very much of its time very mm-hmm. much a thing you can't remake like super bad because again that was very much of its time and a thing and you wouldn't be able to remake a film like bachelor party because it just utterly ridiculous and then pretty much every porno followed it followed suit to make them type of gags um i think like if i know we talked about it uh recently in books the film but like i would say in modern comedy horror to a degree probably is the Meg because of how silly and outlandish it was um, it even had porn stars getting cut in half and killed uh, like Gina Michaels or something it was like I say, uh, like I say you see her getting pulled out of the water and it's just hanging by her tits because she's, she's dead and like uh, back then as well what was it Piranha, um, 3D. Piranha that Piranha the franchise does so fucking well because mm-hmm. it's it, it, there's no bullshit around it it is what it is. You are watching a film about killer. And it's the same with um, the shark ones as well, Sharknado, because mm-hmm. they are not literally taking, they're kind of taking the piss out of it, but there's no bullshit around it. Mm-hmm. It fucking works. 
Mm-hmm. Like the, the the franchises do really well, but again with horror, it's one of those things where you get a good thing, you get a couple out of it, then you fucking just steamroll shit loads out, yes, and you make it to the point where we're fucking sick of it. But, but the Meg, mm-hmm. the poster alone, <laughs> and then Jason Statham's name underneath, that was enough. It was mm-hmm. enough for me to say I am in this. But also as well, like if we're going to talk about like like other comedies, um. I've just forgotten it had it at the top of my head. I know, like, say, if you go back, like, the National Lapoons back in the time, like, were up there. Like, say, the Christmas vacation, summer vacation, like, absolutely re- stupendous, like, humour. Uh, the Man with Two Brains. Uh, oh, my God, Dr. Hoffa. <laughs> 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 Steve Martin and, like, there's, there was tits and ass in that movie as well. I can remember that. I can tell you that yeah. for sure. <laughs> Kathleen, uh, Kathleen, Kathleen Turner. Turner. Wowza, yeah. that woman is beautiful. Um, Animal House. Mm-hmm. That is house. is my is my dad's toga, favorite toga, film. Toga, toga. Toga. Uh, that is my dad's favorite film of all time. That and the Warriors. So you can kind of see why why he loved the American Pie so much because it really does. It mm-hmm. it's an, an an evolution of that mm-hmm. film. Um, and what was it? Uh, the one I used to love. That's the one I was thinking about. Uh, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Uh, that film is hilarious. Neil Patrick, Neil Patrick Harris riding a fucking cheetah. <laughs> that was Neil Patrick Harris's return to the screen because after Doogie Howser, he kind of had a little bit of a, mm-hmm. you know, and then he came back with that. But when we watched it, we already knew him as Barney Stinson, mm-hmm. and it was like, holy shit! Like that's a totally different Neil Patrick Harris. That's <laughs> so weird. That is hilarious. How high is hilarious? The Friday films are. Funny as fuck. <laughs> but like I say, the Friday yeah, ones. The first Friday film. Mm. The Arsenal comedy. Absolutely fucking god tier <laughs> comedy. It's an amazing, and the soundtrack is unbelievable oh, as well. Absolutely, and you get the famous line, "Bye, Felicia." <laughs> what was the send up as well? Um, don't go drinking oh. juice in Central. Or don't go drinking oh. juice in the hood. Well, no, don't. Don't be a South Central, Central while drinking your juice in the hood. It's the it's the um the when she goes to her kids. Now, what do you say to the men? Are you my daddy? <laughs> 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 wow! But there's certain humour that works here. Us guys, let's be honest, could not get away with. <laughs> no, yes. but the Friday franchise is. Mm-hmm. one two three at a push but the first and second one the second one is probably I quoted more than the first one especially his uncle mm-hmm. where he's like uh, what is it uh, Versace you don't even know how to spell Versace yes I do F-A Versace <laughs> fucking hilarious man. like I say we haven't even touched on like I say any Eddie Murphy movies as well like coming to America like absolutely like, like when you think of like kind of out there comedy when, she, when like, is it okay if I r- wash the water, royal balls and stuff and like shaft uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, even trading places is the first time you see Jamie Lee Curtis's tits uh, and they are spectacular so yes, like, they are, <laughs> they are. <laughs> so, she got good boobs yes uh, there's so many different things and as I said different walks of life and um, probably films that's been cut to pieces that you've never known that the true extent of the comedy um one of my favorites as well like uh, richard Breyer was uh, brewster's millions like the, the oh. humor in that was 
phenomenal in the type of like say comedy and as i mentioned earlier i don't know grant wasn't there but we talked about the police academy films like each one of them like kim cattrall and like um i can't remember that name uh the the female uh, cop who's like really scary almost looks like the terminator um uh, like say, oh uh, just, i know who you mean like tits for days that's all i can suggest tits for days uh, <laughs> but yeah i don't know like say, I've, i know i've kind of rambled on and like say had no structure to this one so i do no, apologize it, it's, episode, it's episode 69 there's no mm-hmm. there's no rhyme or reason to this it's just mm-hmm. we're having fun on each other i don't know if there's anything anything i've missed off or anything that you guys want to mention out Someone- there Someone did mention in the chat, I think it might be Emma, apologies if it wasn't, um, something that is quite tame, but still kind of fits in with what we've talked about, the in-between a movie. Definitely, I would say it's it's up there, British uh, like, um, comedy, like, like I said, the, the first one especially, first when, one's funny as well. Abitha, when they all start dancing and trying to show off in front of the lasses, <gasps> that's the thing, um, and... It's like, well, man, that fucking dance is hilarious. Um, the second one... and yeah and them all trying to score with these absolutely beautiful women one of them which is Meredith Quill from Guardians of the Galaxy (laughs) Um, but the second one hmm. Australian one I still like it it still has its it just has poop it's poop humour I don't do poop and that slide scene nah but if you're going to go like that like say does Kevin Perry go large like say, oh my absolutely gosh. out there with like say, uh, with uh, Reese, uh, Reese, I can't really think his surname now. Play, Reese and Fines. Reese and Fines, Evans playing their uh, eyeball where he's taking his shot of vodka through his eyeball so it gets in his bloodstream quicker. Fucking, like I said, uh, how many people did he blind because of that movie, The Twat? <laughs> <laughs> trying to replicate, but yeah, um, trying to think of other movies now because my mind's went blank because I've just mentioned that many. Sorry, <laughs> no, it's, it's good, I'm it's good. Look- I've got a good segue both from Jamie Lee Curtis and British comedy that hasn't been mentioned, A Fish Called Wanda. I knew, I, the minute you said Jamie Lee Curtis, I was like, that's where it's going. No, I've never seen it. Yeah, you've got, uh, you've got uh, John Cleese at his finest. Um, oh, in there. It's all like a, you know, it's like a, like a spoof heist movie, mm. almost, I suppose is the best way that I can describe it. But you've got Jamie Lee Curtis walking around as this, you know, sultry kind of, not quite a femme fatale, but like a like a stockpress kind of con artist the entire time. So you know you've got Jamie Lee Curtis walking around in next to nothing. Of mm-hmm. course, you've got raunchiness in there. Um, all you need to do is add Jamie Lee Curtis to anything, and it's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> certainly. Uh, but um, Michael Palin makes that film as well when he's uh, when Calvin Klein's eating his fish and he's getting more and more upset and irate because of his fish being eaten, and. It, with him doing the stutter as well, like say, I, I know we did talk about Monty Python earlier on, but like say, if, if you were going to do a Python movie without having the Python title in, A Fish Called Wonder is up there. Didn't they do it? Not a sequel, but like, what was the the one that I did a few years later called, where they made the joke oh. about Wonder when it's getting oh, I'm not not Wonder, something like that. Uh, had the same cast in though. I know they did one recently with um, is this, is it Simon Pegg? Um, 
and Kate Beckinsale. It's called, I'm sure it's called like Whatever You Want or something like that. And the Pythons all play aliens. And in order to test civilization, they give one human the ability to have whatever he wants, whenever mm-hmm. he wants it. And it just goes off on one. It might not be called What You Want. Uh, uh, it's something along those lines. Um, I don't remember another one, though. Because I'm sure they did like a sequel, well, not a sequel, but like a, they had a movie where they were in the same one. And um, Fierce Creatures, that's what it was called. Um, it was the same cast, but it had like uh, uh, John Cleese in. I'm sure it had Jimmy Lee Curtis in as well. So oh, um, is it, When they buy a zoo? Yes. Is that what it's about? Yeah. Because, like I said, it had uh, Kelvin Klein, Michael Peel, and Jimmy Lee Curtis, yeah. Because at the end of the film, Michael John Cleese calls a wonder and she goes, oh, that's a different that's a different subject. So it was like an in-joke. <laughs> it was kind of like a sequel, but not. But I, I remember it not doing as well because they were trying to base it on uh, the movie, well, on the back of The Fish Called Wonder. But to be honest, like the official wonder was like one of these one-hit wonders where everything was perfect in that movie and it was never mm-hmm. going to be the same replicated mm-hmm. because like the timing and, and the jokes and like say the, the like Kelvin Klein, I know I've seen him in a few films, but he's never, it, you thought when you saw him in Fish Called Wonder that he was going to be massive. This was going to be this like a star mm-hmm. in the making. And he kind of never just lived up to that because how can you, when the Fish Called Wonder was being like as good as was. Yeah. Um, John Cleese is the quintessential like say a British humor matriarch, like say that everyone always wants to get to that kind of level. They do, um, they do because he's. I, I think he's hilarious in Faulty Towers, but when it comes to we talked about this earlier, but when it comes to the pipe, like Monty Python, it's so hit and miss with us. Do you know who he's married to? Have the time, baby kids. All right, lucky bastard. <laughs> <laughs> He's living the dream, the twat. I knew he was married to someone who will actually be talked about in next week's, or this Sunday's episode. Yes, we'll talk about uh, Gremlins. So yeah. I know, like I say, a bit of a short one tonight, just because like I say, I've got work in the morning as well. Sorry, guys. Me too. <laughs> so <Really? laughs> uh, we thought we'd get the 69 episode out. And like I say, it, it, it has lived up to the reputation as I th- thought it would. So it's been a, a complete blast. So and we thank could you. not have the 69 episode without Grant. <laughs> It's definitely been a popular one in the chat. It's been the most I've seen it busy in a long Literally, time. Literally, well. the family has been in there tonight. <laughs> they really have. <laughs> Let's wrap this uh, episode 69 up. I think that's the most time I've mentioned the episode number <laughs> in, in an episode. <laughs> So, so thank you for Grant. I know you had to peg it home from work as well. Yeah, so thank thanks you, for Grant. making it. It is appreciated. Yeah. Uh, at least I know I can I edit on this. Let us come on. At least we can know I can edit on the spot now. So it does, like I said, if anything does surprise us, anything it won't freak us out as much as when Kelly left us. That's <laughs> 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 but yeah, oh. uh, but um, certainly, and so. This Saturday, sorry, this Saturday, this Sunday's episode is going to be all about gremlins. So we're going to be having the discussion, like what would happen if we piss on the gremlins. So we will try and find answers and get it. Uh, uh, Martin is making his return. Um, so hopefully he can be on his best behavior or, or we'll give him the, the bonk stick. Um, <laughs> then, like I say, I can't remember what, what's after that. Then, uh, yes, we're doing. Uh, we after dinner party. 
dinner party one. So that's going to be looking forward to that yeah. one. Yes. Really looking forward to that one. I cool. might even dress up in a dinner party outfit. You can fuck off. I'm not getting dressed up. Um, <laughs> so if that one would be a good one for everyone in the chat to be involved as well. So if you are not mm-hmm. doing anything, I would love to hear your opinions as well. Please follow us on uh, the Facebook group. We're not nearly at 5,200 members. Well, I think we're only 15 members short now. Mind, uh, mind blown. Thank you to all the new subscribers on the YouTube channel, mm-hmm. um, all old and new. Also, if we can get reviews out there for our podcast, that would be great. Um, the only one I really know that that how it works is iTunes. If you could give us a five-star and a review, it just means that the algorithm picks it up more and people get to see it more. Certainly, and then Sam be, can be famous and leave us for bigger and better things. So yes, I would never. <laughs> but yes, so thank you guys. So same bat time, same bat channel. See you, nerdy everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.